Welcome to Weekly Taiwan. This is a podcast where we share our weekly insights and have an improvised discussion around them. Welcome to Weekly Taiwan podcast. In many of the past episodes, we have been discussing strategy from a process and methodology point of view. So this week, I wanted us to venture into the world of emerging trends and discuss those trends that are hot on our radar and how they may be reshaping the business environment we operate in. I wanted to take the opportunity and present one trend that I have been recently working on to my colleagues Michael and Breko and to get your perspectives on it and to discuss how you see that trend impacting the business landscape. The trend I wanted to throw into this discussion is the future of work I think that we are at a verge of a significant change in the way we organize around work. I see the COVID pandemic as a catalyst for this change, because I think we've now learned how to work in a virtual and, and more distributed mode, and remote work has become quite normal to most people. Given that, I believe we are getting closer to being able to reorganize the way certain types of work mostly the sort of knowledge-intensive type of work, is optimally organized and executed around the world. I think that we are going to be seeing a shift from this sort of static relationship between the employers and employees, where organizations have a static workforce towards a more fluid mixture of permanent employment and on-demand assignments. And I think it's a clear win-win to all parties. Companies would find an avenue to tap into the global pool of talent available to the highly specialized tasks they need to get done. And equally, if you think about the individual employees, they would be able to tap into the wide variety of different types of projects available to them on a global basis. This would drive further specialization of certain skill and talent areas, as individuals can keep focused and continuously developing their skills in their specific areas of expertise. At the same time, companies would be able to employ even higher, higher specialized individuals on their specific challenges. This will, of course, require a new model for many basic things, such as the marketplace for connecting the demand and supply of work. Also, the global methods for managing payments and tax-related issues would be something to be tackled. Also, people performance management uh, would probably require some reputation systems around it and many other areas of new enablement capabilities to support this kind of way of working. So Michael and Reko, wanted to pick your brain whether you think this is going to be a major trend in reshaping business and also get your perspectives on it. This time we had some technical difficulties which impacted Michael's voice recording for some part of this podcast. We anyway did not want to keep this episode away from you and decided to publish it anyway, even though Michael sounds like a gangster. Hope you enjoyed anyways. Thanks, Petri. I think this is a really interesting topic. At the same time, I think it's not a new topic. 
It's uh, it's now one and a half years ago, I think, that we've been working with uh, with a large real estate company here in Finland, and many of the trends we're talking about already were part of the strategic evaluation we looked at back then. Many of the trends we, we've already seen there, co-working as, as a big topic, gig economy, and and the shift to freelancing, digital workforce, the impact of of climate change and and climate climate related actions and activities. So I, I think what COVID has done is it has accelerated many of these trends to the point where there where, where we have passed the, the point of no return um, by people working from home, by you seeing less traffic, by people more shifting uh, their their approach to work. And and it will continue like that. It will impact different industries. As, as I said, we worked with with a real estate company. Their their approach to work to their to their customers, to their clients, to their tenants has, is changing fundamentally as they have to rethink a central office space versus um, having having a decentralized office space where you bring the workplace basically to where the people work and live. Um, and you've seen that in other areas as well, where re- retail space and living space has been merging. Um, and, and we will see the same where living space and office space will basically be merging, where you will have smaller units closer to where people live. And, and it will change many different industries from, from real estate to, to mobility to, to many other areas uh, in that regard. I think that's a that's a good point. Um, just looking back at uh, at that exercise and some others, I, I think there are two directional trends. Um, one is the kind of the methods of working. So so how people cooperate together, and and in that bucket we have the especially an acceleration in trends. And, and what I see is this change in uh, in in the way that people collaborate, people share work. That was the stuff that you, Petri, said. But then there is the other direction, and me being kind of interested in the technical topics, then there is the AI transformation on technology and how that is going to change the way that we work or even the need to work at all. I think that's that's an that's an excellent point because they these these are overlapping at the end of the day and and they're accelerating each other if if you if you look at it um in in that regard um at the same time they're 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 very similar in in the way that that they're pro- progressing due to covid because because you see a lot of automation and and AI being deployed because people cannot really work physically in specific locations. On the other hand, the ways of working uh, are changing fundamentally exactly because of that reason as well. So even though they are separate, they're converging and they're they're basically accelerated by the current situation. And I think, Reco, also the kind of human versus machine um, uh, a trend that you mentioned uh, through the AI lens, I think that is also merging into the more liquid workforce uh, theme. So instead of uh, 
uh, not having a permanent employee performing certain tasks. You might be tapping into a more liquid marketplace where you find the right people from a global pool of supply for human-based work. And then alternatively, some tasks may be transforming towards the AI side of things that you actually get them sourced uh, through a machine rather than an employer employee. Exactly. As, as maybe a third angle to this discussion, I, I would basically then talk about the, the follow-on effects of this change. And I, I guess one of the one of the bigger uh, impacts also in the in the healthing area we've seen is is due to the public transport. I mean, COVID has changed that, but also I guess the the way that people work uh, has changed that. Um, at least what I can see, there is a lot less traffic uh, on the roads, and there is kind of a limited amount of users in the in the public transportation and and this is also although that the whole traffic industry is changing at the same time this additional change from the way of working and how the even the way of living as as working and living are are kind of starting to blend have a a huge effect also on 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 the mobility side of things Looking, looking at this, I wouldn't be surprised if we will see a major rebound to the traditional way of, of working, if you want. Because I, I think more and more people are, are getting sick and tired of, of sitting in front of a screen and not having the possibility to interact with people directly. So I, th I think what we will see is is basically this camelback kind of kind of uh, rebound, so that right after the pandemic ends, people will go back to the office. They will want to see people. They will, will want to walk, work with people, interact with people, use whiteboards, put things on the wall, and and do all of these things before then things will level in, and and you will basically get to the to, I mean, you might want to call it the new normal, where these things are then starting to balance out. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if for some period um, after we're allowed to go back to, to our normal ways, um, you will see a, a, a tremendous rebound to more non-digital ways of working and more physical ways of working and, and people interacting much more uh, before they then start really balancing these different ways of working. Because I think at the moment, it's a little bit of too much of a good thing effect where where people in the beginning really enjoyed working from home, um, but now start realizing that if you do it really every day and you don't have other options, it it can also be very tricky. So So I think the future will have this mixed mixed type of setup of physical versus digital, machine versus human, um, gig economy versus fixed employment kind of agreements and, and all of that. I, I think, Peter, you refer to it as, as fluent, as, as really having all of these different, different means at your disposal and basically using them as, uh, as they basically fit best into into the respective situation. 
I agree. And I think uh, now that we are seeing the bounce back to the new normal, as you were describing, Michael, I believe there's going to be, and we've already seen that, a need for a new type of leadership skill, which is kind of integrating these different modes of work, integrating if, if you are in the distributed gig economy mode, or if you are getting some of your tasks executed by a machine, it requires this distributed model requires a completely different way of uh, of leading the whole of the work as different pieces of pieces of that work is being delivered by different individuals who may not even physically see the other people that they are working with or maybe even working with uh, non-human uh, machines and so forth so i think the orchestration and packaging of the work and measuring the work and, and ensure the quality of the work is really, really critical. And, and also when you have to then make sure that everything is uh, going to the right direction from your business uh, target point of view, your strategy and so forth. So that's going to be, I think, a new skill in the leadership and also management layers of organizations that will have to learn and have had to learn already. Well, one thing that I would like to lift up in the discussion, which I, I think is not maybe noticed enough, but uh, is even visible, I, I think, in the ongoing presidential elections in US, where we actually have these uh, a, a set of people who's, who feel sidelined by the world changing around them. I mean, looking at, for example, U.S., um, there are, I think, the most uh, popular uh, job is the truck driver. And now there are trends which are basically shifting the truck driving, you know, due to AI and, and due to different types of changes, they feel that they might not be relevant in the future. And there are many other examples of where the the transition to the future of work will drive uh, the need to learn a new job or, or to maybe just, uh, in, in the worst case, to live without a job. And, and that is something that will have a, a political impact on, on this and, and a political backlash also. So I think what what you Michael said um, is very much correct that that it's going to bounce back, but I, I think we're also going to see a cultural pushback, and and we're seeing it at the moment, where people don't buy into this new story of the the new kinds of work, but they they actually want to get back to the old, which felt familiar and and felt felt nice. Reko, you inspired me to think of a sort of long-term future, a bit of a sci-fi scenario where increasing amount of what we today have as human labor and human work will be replaced by machine-delivered um, elements. That will be a challenge for our society as well, because labor and work has traditionally been the key mechanism for wealth distribution in our society. And uh, if that's gonna change, that will then, in this long-term future, sci-fi world, have to be tackled somehow as well. But that's pretty far out. It is, but it, it needs to be solved somehow. I mean, I mean, the thing is that 
there is a prediction that these new changes and the new ways of working will increase uh, the money available to many and, and work. But at the same time, I, I think there is a transition period where th there is this uncertainty that will drive um, unpredictability in, in people's lives and in jobs. And, and that is going to be something that the companies will need to get a handle on and, and also take care of uh, in the expectations. But I, I think it's not much different from what we've seen in the Industrial Revolution or, or in any other major shift that has been impacting the workforce. And, and there, there has been a continuous change of how people work through through the through the years and and I, I think we've now been living in a world where the 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 way we've been working has been very stable for a very very long time period and and uh, there always have been societal impacts when the way of working has changed fundamentally and i think we're seeing a lot of social changes at the moment that will impact that we see an, an aging population we see uh, artificial intelligence, machines uh, coming into the workforce, basically taking away the the lower end of, of labor. Uh, so education becomes more important. And, and these are bringing along major societal impacts that we will need to be addressing as societies. And yes, I agree. Companies need to carry their part. Individuals need to carry their part. But society needs to carry their part as well. And only in the combination of all of these different elements will we be able to, back to your point, Reiko, basically create wealth for everyone out, out of this shift. But there will be people, right or wrong, that will feel as losers of this change and there will be people right or wrong that will feel as winners of this change and always if you lose you have, people have a tendency to fight back and and to basically go back to the good old days when they felt that things were easy were better and and were more in their favor and i think uh, we've seen during the covid pandemic as well in the political scene a lot of discussion about the shifts in responsibility, like what's the corporate responsibility given the fundamental changes in the redistribution of work and stuff like that. So these indeed are really big questions that we will be facing again in the future, not only due to COVID, but uh, also to the larger transformation of, of, the, uh, of the world. Thanks very much, guys. This I was, I was certain uh, that uh, you would embrace this um, uh, improvisational challenge of discussing such a major trend and i think we explored quite a number of avenues where this may be may be leading to so if i summarize so i guess we started with the evolution towards a more liquid more distributed um, way of getting work organized uh, and and having the demand and supply work together then we also talked about the shift in the way the work is done, also partly due to COVID, and also the implications on the supporting infrastructure, be it the real estate, office, home, uh, mobility side of things. Then we also discussed the role of technology and the sort of uh, man versus machine or human versus machine, you should say. And then we discussed the 
uh, a rising need for orchestrating this distributed uh, workforce going forward that may be not only your own employees, but a market of employees, very liquid market of employees, and also the uh, technology and AI and, and sort of non-human component to it. And then with these sci-fi scenarios, we also ended up uh, discussing the so- social impact and the political impact and uh, political challenges that would need to be resolved as part of this. So all in all, I think it was a very interesting discussion. Again, thank you for embracing that and uh, hope you have a good day. Perfect. Thanks, Pedri. Thanks. Looking forward to these kind of talks in the future. 